and I still don't have the Suns cap friendly page open. <laughs> they have $17 million in cap space. Speaking of senile, Eugene Melnick. Like, how are how has the management there not been like, all right, we you need to take okay. it? Okay, yeah. They have tw- how has Gary Bevan not been like, all right, Eugene, like, you're, we need to put you in a home now. Pigeon! <laughs> 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 It's only a game. Why you have to be mad? Hi, and welcome to the For Puck's Sake podcast. Um, we have a different kind of setup today because there's so much stuff to cover. So we have a whole bunch of people here. Um, we're not even going to do introductions, but you'll recognize voices after a while. Um, we're just going to dive on in. So, free agency happened. Hell yeah. Sure Actually, did. I don't know if it's a hell yeah. I'm a little scared, <laughs> but here we go. Well, Alex has the most to celebrate. Oh my god, John Tavares is a leaf! <laughs> are you are you okay, Al? A little. <laughs> I think I almost had a heart attack, but like... Uh. <laughs> I was like, Kyle Dubas came out swinging. Like, you can't smell Kyle Dubas without BDE. <laughs> <laughs> He exudes it from every pore at this point. He's like, watch this. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Oh my god. I just want to thank John Tavares for not making us go through like two and a half months of Tavares watch. Okay, what have oh, the past god. two and a half months been? Oh my god, two and a half forever. Two and a half more. That took fucking forever. I was about to fall asleep. I wanted him to flip a coin and just decide where he was going. At that point, I did not care. I saw the greatest tweet. It was like, um, John Tavares should announce that he's joined the Maple Leafs by uh, throwing the opening pitch at the Blue Jays' home game on Canada Day in a Leafs jersey. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that would have been baller. Oh, it should have been like a baby gender reveal, cool? except like with team colors. <laughs> <laughs> What what is it that all the college the college football players do where they sit there with like a table of hats? Oh yeah, like, and then they like, yeah, yeah. Out they, go, they like fake them out. Like he goes to the Islanders <laughs> hats, like nah, <laughs> no. He rips yeah. off his, he rips off his jacket. And he's wearing those Toronto Maple Leaf sheets underneath. Not a jersey, the sheets. The sheets. He's like draped as a toga. Yes. <laughs> you know in um. In Anastasia, where they're trying to find like a fake Anastasia, and the girl goes, "It's me, Grandma Anastasia." He should have just <laughs> the giant fur coat and just dropped it, and then just oh whatever God. maple leaf scare. It's me, Kyle Dumas. John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's a deep cut. John, is, John Tavares would never, because John Tavares is the most boring person ever. Like if John Tavares was a spice, he'd be flour. <laughs> <laughs> If he was a book, he'd be two books. If he was a drink, he'd be water. Uh, I actually love water. I'm sorry, John Tavares. Room temperature. Not even you cold. Room temperature water. <laughs> water that the ice is melted in, so it's like a little dirty. <laughs> Wait, ice tastes different than water? John Tavares is the ice. <laughs> 
He's like bottom of the ice maker ice. Like he's been frozen yes. for a while. He's not the good clean ice. Oh, <laughs> oh we're sorry, John. No, we're um, not. Are we? But I had I had a little bit of a quandary because I'm watching Kyle Davis's first uh, free agency as the GM. He's doing a really good job. He made a whole bunch of Marley steals. He got John Tavares. He's still in the he's still in the um, conversation for Calvin DeHaan. Um, and so, what the fuck were Lou and Mark doing? <laughs> Taking a nap, apparently. But like, like were Lou and Mark holding Kyle Dubas back? Because Lou Lamorello, the New York Islanders are a mess, and we'll get to that. But there has been no talk about anybody conversing with Mark Hunter. Like, I know he can't get a job till the 15th, but there's been no conversation about him. Not, like, rumors he's going here. Like, nobody is touching this guy. So, like, what? what's the deal? I mean, I think it's hard to say, like, with, like, some of the management stuff. Like, especially some of the ones where we're not, like, directly seeing, like... Okay, who in management is like making the decisions? Like, was this a Lily Morello decision or was it someone else? So I think that it's hard to say, but maybe there was something about him that other teams are not interested in. But I mean, there are decisions that you can kind of tell. Like, obviously, William, like, just from the way that trends have gone since. So, like, this draft was a whole bunch of Swedes, so you can kind of tell that William Nylander was more Kyle Dubas's pick. Um, Mitch Marner was a London Knight, so it's probably more Mark Hunter's pick. You never really know. Mitch Marner was, like, a fourth overall, so you don't really know. But you can kind of tell where, like, who liked what just by their, like, thinkings of hockey. But, like, I just, I find it hard to believe that nobody wants Mark Hunter. Because the hockey world is so small. And there are only so many trusted hockey men, and he seems to be one of them. Yeah, I mean... Maybe there are, like, tots that we just haven't heard about, or... But, I mean, it's really hard to... Yeah. Maybe he, maybe he just isn't good, and no one wants him. Do you think Kyle Dubas doing so well without them is hurting Mark Hunter's chances for to find a job? Yeah. I definitely think Probably. so. Okay. Um, so I'm just going down the athletics list of, like, most important... Um, so the next thing they brought up was the Golden Knights signed Paul Stasny, Nick Holden, and Daniel Carr, which Carr and Holden kind of, like, fit into their decent guy kind of way that they've been building this team. But Paul Stasny was a big get. Especially when yeah. he was James Neal. James Neal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that it, it's pretty important that they got him since they lost James Neal. So, you know, he's, um... He's a center, and, I mean, it might be, I mean, it's not that surprising that he left Winnipeg, so, I mean, that, that's all. Because Winnipeg sent Steve Mason and Paul something to Montreal to clear space for Paul Stasny, so everybody assumed that that's they were going to get him, and then they don't use that space, Stasny goes through the Golden Knights, so that is a little shocking. Maybe they're clearing it, they're keeping it for something else. Or Stastny was just like, well, fuck y'all. Eric Carlson? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) Anybody with clear space, I'm automatically going to go, Eric Carlson? (laughs) (laughs) Well, we know that it won't be the Kings getting him. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me why. Tell me why, Eric. Tell why, Eddie. Why won't the Kings get him? (laughs) 
Well, easy. Oh, you girls. know, I think that uh, we just don't have this craft space. <laughs> um, but but um, it's a copycat league, and so um, I I thought this was really interesting that a lot of um, GMs for some reason thought they could like build teams Golden Knight style. So they just got like a shit ton of mediocre depth guys that they hope will turn into superstars and didn't like actually go after anybody. And so like the wild side, Greg, uh, Greg Pattern, JT Brown, who I love, Eric Fair, Matt Hendricks, Nick Sealer, uh, Matt Bartowski, and Mike Liambus to a bunch of like short term contracts. And these are just depth guys. Canucks and Jay Beagle, Antoine Roussel, Sven, I can't say that last name, Bertershki. And Tim Tim Schaller, and it's just they they loading up on depth, and they didn't worry about big guys. And for the Canucks, like, how do you not worry about that? Like, your two stars yeah. are gone. Yeah, like those, so the the Beagle and I mean the Beagle contract. I'm I'm a little worried about for the Canucks. Like on one hand, I love Jake Beagle. Go get your money. But for a guy that's probably gonna be your fourth line center, you're gonna pay him three million. A year, you know that's yeah, and they're spending like same money on Antoine Roussel too. So yeah, the connects I was actually reading a lot about is they're they're trying to get like grit because they're trying to protect like Bazer and and their new rookie that's coming up next year. And so the, I think they just like went like it's cool to have that as a goal, like to get some somebody who can be tough. But I think they went too far and spent too much money, like. I love yeah, they Bruce. needed one or the other. They didn't need both. I wouldn't say they exactly. needed even tough. Well, How is it team with JB no, no, for, for Schaller. Schaller and Roussel are the tough guys oh. on that one. Sorry. I was like, hold up. I yeah, I wasn't, saying, I wasn't saying Beegs. Okay. Um, I think Beegs was too long of a contract either oh, yeah, way. No. But, like, yeah, Schaller and Roos. One or the other of them, I think, would have helped them a lot, like, kind of get some some muscle. If you're, cause, like, Do you all remember that? Like, there was a hit that was pretty bad on, on Brock Baser at one point last year that he, like, then, like, got right up and, and hit a slap shot, I think, like, the next play. But it kind of scared the heck out of Canucks fans. Mm-hmm. So, like, I definitely see I see the, the point of adding grit, but, yeah, I definitely think they spent, like, probably too much money on Beagle and... Roos, as much as I love him. Um, I want to go back to the Wild for one second, because the Wild, I always joke, are the team that everybody forgets. They're just, like, mediocre. Like, they're there, but, like, are they? And they just kind of seem to add to that. Like, um, can somebody pull up their yeah. cap situation? Like, what are they looking yeah, at that they can me, only get these middle yeah, let me guys? pull that up real quick. Well, they do have to. They have to re-sign like Suter and is is Parise up this year? Also, I feel like you mean the contracts that I feel like, uh, no Parise. I think recently signed one because he is signed for There's a long time for a. Oh my gosh, that Parise contract! That's the contract He's that three. He's 33 years old. He has seven more years to go, and he's oh, making God. more than 7.5 million a year until he's 40. What? Suter as well. Oh, Suter, my I'm pretty sure Suter said oh. that because they they're the ones that caused the lockout. Yeah, Suter is yeah. also 33, signed for another seven years for the exact same contract. They're making Connor McDavid oh. money. 
The wild yeah. really, really like old dads. They yeah, have, they're like, their average age is 27. They, like, one of the guys that they hired, I was reading an article, Matt Hendricks, who's 37. They signed him for a one-year deal. But the reason they signed him is because he evidently, like, has great presence in the room. I'm like, you're not gonna, okay. They're all ancient. They all you're have not gonna win with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Gritty lineups bring me to the Islanders. So what the fuck <laughs> is Lou Lamorello doing? Can we just pour one out for the Islanders fans right now? What? Yeah, pour one out. We're just gonna do a moment of silence. Okay, and um, in that, that time, the real... <laughs> I think they need longer than that. Silent on the podcast. <laughs> Sitting there silent is it's actually what Lou Lamorello should have done. He should have just sat there and not done anything. Okay, so the trade is basically John Tavares for Leo Komarov and Matt Martin. Uncle Leo. <laughs> have fun with that. So Whoever's an Islanders fan, just have fun with that. Okay, okay, let's do this. Leo Komarov, bad. Val Fippola, terrible. Thomas Hickey, I don't know him. Matt Martin, bad. Like, I don't understand what is Lou doing. Lou is losing it. What was, I wonder what um Matt Martin's, like, total ice time as a Leaf was this past year. Because <laughs> uh, I don't I, think it was a lot. Yeah, let's see if I can find that. I'm going to hope that hockey reference. I'm pulling up hockey reference right now. Um, yeah. So I think Louis Senile. Oh, think- his average time on ice is seven fifty nine. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and that's in fifty games played. Oh. So that doesn't count like the all the games where he was a healthy scratch. When so Yasin and in the fifty up. games that he actually played. He was playing under eight minutes a game. So... And he somehow amassed 50 penalty minutes. That's a... That's a talent. <laughs> he is Matt Martin. Oh my god, yeah. poor Matt Martin finally gets to go back to the island because he can't even grow his hair again. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh! God! Because his hair is so that's long. Go dye your hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's screwed okay, up. But you were saying part of this Dubas era is going to be the beards. Okay, sorry. Yes, Nazem Kadri, grow that facial hair. Oh my god. <laughs> sorry, sorry, somebody was making an actual point. No, I was just going to say like you you were like Lulu and Rado really should have just like done nothing and sit there. But isn't that kind of what? Peter Chiarelli has done? Have you heard anything oh, out of the Oilers recently? Somebody, okay, so they're... Because, like, I'm just waiting so, for the other shoe to drop. No, somebody somebody tweeted something about Jesse Pugliarvi being on the market, and it's like, Peter, don't. But I saw a tweet that was like, an NHL GM could pay me a million dollars a year to say don't do that five times a year and it'd be worth it. And I think that's what Peter Chiarelli did. He hired somebody that when he picked up the phone, somebody just goes, nope. And he puts it down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah yes. and it's totally he worth just- it. You know, somebody built him a robot that just like every time he picks up the phone says, "Are you re- do you really want to do that?" Like they gave him, they gave him a Fisher Price phone. He thinks he's making calls. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, they really haven't done anything, which is good. They they signed two former Kings, Tobias Reeder, who's a fellow German, uh, one year, two million. He's a winger. He's fast. He's played with Drysaddle before, since they're both German. I believe that they were both on 
Team Europe for the World Cup of Hockey. <laughs> team um, yeah. Um, and then they also signed Kevin Gravel, another former king, for one year, 700K. He'll probably be a third-pairing defenseman. So two not bad moves, but two very small moves, so I'm scared. But the thing is that the Oilanders... The Oilanders. The Oilanders. <laughs> the Oilers are automatically going to get better because they can't do worse. They've got uh-huh. Connor McDavid. They've got Leon Dreisel. They've got Jesse Pugliarvi. They've got Oscar Kleffbaum coming back from injury. They've got um, Andre Sakara coming back from injury. They're going to do better, and they can't have a 69% nice um, penalty kill. So they're automatically going to do better. So I think Peter Torelli finally was like, if I do nothing, maybe it'll work. <laughs> Well, he should have done nothing to trade deadlines ago when the Devils called him up. Um, okay, Hall for Larson. Um, not the first Hall for Larson trade. The OG Hall for Larson trade is the JVR for Shed trade. Don't at me. Speaking of JVR, JVR's a flyer! I... He's home. I went and I got my jersey out of the attic and it does not fit because it's a small, but oh my god, I'm so happy. I'll come visit you and then I can wear your JVR. (laughs) (laughs) I have a blank one that I'm like sending to Kelly Sports Goods out here and I'm like, please make this into a JVR jersey. (laughs) Like, I'm so happy. My baby is back. That green mouth guard. He's back with Claude. Fucking pigeon is my new favorite term of endearment. You're all fucking pigeons. I love you all. <laughs> I'm so happy. But the most important my thing... My favorite thing is watching J... Like, my favorite thing is watching JVR replays where he scores while his mouth guard is out of his mouth. I uh, that's where he's every... gonna choke on it someday. Oh, probably. Yeah, that, that's every JVR goal, because that mouth guard is never in his mouth. I know. So, so. Yep. Think if it's you're gonna, hard. if you're gonna keep it out of your mouth, you wouldn't get a neon green one. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, what was it? So Steve Dangle was talking about back when a couple weeks I tweeted at him about JBR and Luke Shen being the original Hall for Larson, and he went on like this whole like couple episode like saga of JBR and Wayne Simmons, because uh, Flyers. And he talked about Wayne Simmons, JBR being one of the best in the world at what he does, which is like the tip and in front. And the best in the world being Wayne Simmons. And I'm like, now we have both. And Wayne Simmons is going to sign his extension. I'm buying him a printer as his wedding present. Because JBR's <laughs> printer didn't work. And so the contract got delayed. So I'm sending Wayne Simmons a printer for his wedding on uh, Saturday. Congratulations, Wayne. And he's going to print out the contract on that and sign it. And everything will be okay. <laughs> What's actually really funny is after the whole like, story of how JVR couldn't sign the... Um, the contract because his like printer like ran out of ink or something. I yeah. actually heard a commercial for printer ink. Oh, uh, but like how fucking should have printed Um, do But I think one of the most encouraging things as a Flyers fan is that um, Ron Hextall like did a press conference afterwards and he's talking about how he wants to fill in internally. He doesn't want to make a big trade because Flyers Twitter right now is. Um, a light for Eric Carlson. It's not going to happen because Ron likes his pieces too much and he's not going to trade them all away for Eric Carlson. But, um, I've watched, he'll do it. But, um, 
he he wants, to, he wants to he wants to do it internally, and so he wants to move like Morgan Frost up. If Morgan Frost isn't ready, it'll be Jordan Wheel, like Scott Lawton. Like he wants to fill in internally, and then maybe look at the defense for a penalty killer, like a Calvin DeHaan, somebody like that. And I'm totally okay with that because we he's built such a good prospect pool. And so for me, this was really exciting because this is what we've been waiting for. We got our big piece in the top five, in the top six um, in JVR, and then we can fill in the rest with us. And what's really cool, though, is even though we have this big free agency signing, our top six, five of the six are guys that we drafted. The only one who's not is Jake Voracek. There's no other Flyers fans in here to be excited with me, but I'm really happy about it. I'm glad you're happy. And I've, honestly, I just love you long time, JVR. I'm going to miss you. Um, did you do... Who else? Who do we got? Um, Dallas Stars. Um, Chris Stevenson from The Athletic just announced that the Dallas Stars are the favorites for Eric Carlson. And it'll probably be um, uh, Honka or... Uh, it'll be Honka, Ellie, or Janmark going back with either Heiskanen or John Klingberg and a draft pick for Eric Carlson if this goes through. Um... But they also got Valmichushkin to come back from the KHL. Um, Anton Kudobin to be their backup goalie from the Boston Bruins. Blake Como, Roman Polak, which is freaking hilarious for a team that needs <laughs> defense. And Eric Kondra. Um, so Val and Dobby make sense to me. Like, Valmichushkin was already there. They've wanted him back for a while. He built his game over the KHL. He comes back to a coach that he likes. Anton Kudobin, they need somebody to back up Ben Bishop. Why the fuck is Roman yeah? Polak since Kari kind of fell apart. No, so okay, I saw your comment on the doc about the the Roman Polak thing, and while it made me laugh, it's it's not like so. I think the comment was like, does this mean that we're like defense desperate? And yeah. actually, the problem is that because our two free agents that that left for sure, Greg Powder and Dan Hemius, that were they were defenders, they were like the only people who were adults. Like everyone else is as 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, and then if we bring Heiskanen over this year, he's 18. So the idea was get someone older <laughs> because literally our average age of our defense was 24 for this next year. Like, he wasn't going to be a top-line defender. He was mostly going to just, you know, whatever the Czech version of hold your horses is, that's what he was going to do for the defense. Okay, he was like, going to be a bridge to Heiskanen. So, sort of, yeah. Or, or just, like, a way to like temper them, keep them from from going a little too crazy. Because the other thing is like Honka and Klinger, and even you know Heiskanen when he comes over, all three of them are are two A defenders that are a little stronger on the offensive side. Um, and so the idea is that he's going to be like, hey, don't forget to take care of your own zone. Also, they're all we call noodle sweets, very tall and slim. So. I think the idea is he was also going to be able to throw his weight around if anyone picked on our, our little defense, which, you know, little for the Central Division is still six foot. Yeah, because you're not, you're, pounds at least. Your forwards are huge. Yeah, I know. I know. We have the head, we, we had the heaviest team in the league this last year. Even with but, our noodle sweets. Even with our noodle sweets, yes. <laughs> um, it's just they, they weren't on the defense. <laughs> doesn't Pollock kill uh, penalties? Yeah. He's put on the penalty kill. Does he kill penalties? Or is he just there? <laughs> yeah. Um, Roman Polak, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yes. Um, because, like, I'm looking at the stats from last year for penalty kill, and Dallas is, like, smack in the middle. Literally, they're, they're 14. Yeah, it's because we have that road trip from hell. 
We were actually like top ten in Toll the Road Trip from Hell. Yeah, and it and then everything went to shit. Um, but I was just thinking it might be partially because of that. Because I know on Toronto he spends like all of his ice time, the only time he gets ice time, on the penalty kill. He's so they might be thinking that way. Right. Yeah, he's semi-alright if you use him the right way. Yeah. Babcock used him a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and I think that a lot of Leaf Leaf fans have problems with the fact that they were playing Roman Polak over Connor Carrick, who is a lot better. Oh, Connor Carrick. (laughs) Love of my life, Connor Carrick. Yeah. I think, yeah. Coaches tend to like people who are consistent, though, like, and Connor Carrick just every once in a while would do something that really made you cringe, you know? Connor Carrick just, and, it, Connor Carrick couldn't get used to the Babcock system, and I think, I think, all right, I can when see he's that. forced to get into the Babcock system, when he's playing consistently, I think he'll do a lot better, but I think when you're having trouble in a system and you keep getting pulled and you're not getting used to it, I think that's when you get into trouble. Yeah. I think Seas is a lot better than he's shown us, and he's just got to be trusted. But he also has to earn that trust um, from Mike Babcock. So it's a double-edged sword. Okay, but if Mike yeah. Babcock could just look at his thighs... <laughs> ...and wanting to see him on the ice floor. Um, I'm going to go from the bottom of the country to the top. We're going to go Montreal Canadiens. Signed Thomas Buchanan, Xavier Ouellette, Matha Pekka, Kenny Agostino, Michael Chappelle, a whole bunch of French guys. What? Whoever would have guessed. Um, and they also made the trade with the Winnipeg Jets to buy out Steve Mason and for somebody else's name I can't remember. Um, and you're looking at this and you're like, oh, they've got a bunch of mediocre players that are in the rebuild. Mark Bergevin gets in front of the press because we are not in a rebuild. He's wrong. Armia. Armia is who they traded for. Thank you, Jess. But... Mark Bergeron gets in front of the press and, set, press and says they're not in a rebuild. They are. And didn't he also say, like, oh, Toronto on paper is the better team? Like, no, they're... Also on the ice. They're the better, they're the better team. Like, in, in all ways that you, you could, can look at it, they're the better team. You could take them to the circus. <laughs> you could take them to the circus and they'd still be the better team, like, no matter which way you put it. Uh. Um, my favorite is they gave out t-shirts for development camp. This is Attitude is Everything. Oh, and then there was a fight. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Was the fight before the shirts or were the shirts no, like a little... No, they gave the shirts like out like after... day one and then that okay. night there was a fight between the rookies. That's so funny. I really hope they're wearing the shirts during the fight. I hope oh my so. god, I hope so too. But I feel like the Montreal Canadiens are always fighting. Like they every are. year there's a fight in the practice. It used to be P.K. Subban and Brendan Gallagher used to go at it. Then it was Andrew Shaw and somebody went at it this year. They're always fighting. Uh, I can't believe believe Placanitz actually went back. I mean, the second that he was traded to the Leafs, everyone knew that he was going to go back to the Habs, but still. Just for... Everybody went home. Everybody went home. John Tavares went home. JVR went home. Thomas Placanitz went home. David Perron went home for the fourth time. Yeah, I'm... That's an abusive relationship between David Perron and the St. Louis Blues. I just want to, like, pat him on the back and be like, it's okay to go somewhere else, buddy. (laughs) Like, the Knights wanted him. 
Yeah. You know what? Nice. I'm, I'm fine with him getting out of the division because he was on the Dots and then he was on the Knights and he he and Jonathan Quick don't have the best relationship. <laughs> so, you know, I, I was hoping he'd go east, but you know what? At least he's out of the division. You know I'll, what I think I'll is interesting? That. Is um so the Golden Knights did like um they would go and like home with players and David Perron never brought his family to Vegas. His family stayed in St. Louis. So oh. do you think that probably affected his decision? Do you think his family was like, no, we're not like I you have small children, we're not going to Vegas? Yeah, I mean obviously that's that might be part of it. Because you know it it is hard to, you know, force your family, your children, your wife to like uproot like their entire lives for your job into a city like that yeah yeah but he's like crazy somebody who didn't somebody who also signed with st louis i thought this was vegas for a second i was like he didn't do that um it was tyler bozak took cannon and their new baby to st louis now it's uh, making a Saturday. i'm going to miss bozy i'm gonna miss cannon fuck bozy i'm gonna miss cannon <laughs> <laughs> cannon is the cutest hockey baby He's gonna have to learn a new way around a new arena. I'm upset about it. At least it's an arena named after Star Trek. <laughs> I'm just, I'm really happy that they're in the Enterprise. <laughs> like, people keep calling it the Enterprise Center, and they're like, it's the EC. And I'm like, no, you have the Enterprise sitting right there. Why are you not making jokes? Yeah, I mean, I guess. It was Cannon that was, like, straight up licking the glass at the ACC, right? <laughs> like, because Molly Bozak, like, had him standing, like, on the side, and he's, like, straight up, like, licking the glass. He has his face smushed. So he'll have to see if the glass tastes better in St. Louis. <laughs> no! So they also got Chad Johnson, um, who they needed a goalie to replace Carter Hutton. And they got Tyler Weathers- Watherspoon? Watherspoon? But, um, I call him Reese Weatherspoon. It's Watherspoon. It's an O. Still gonna call him Reese Witherspoon. Um, but the Tyler Bozak thing was interesting because they didn't really have um, a two C. They've got they've been using Braden Shen as their one C, but Braden Shen's not really a one C. So he didn't really know what they were gonna do this year because they don't have that one C. And then they get Ryan O'Reilly. Um, they free Ryan O'Reilly from Buffalo where he hates hockey, and they bring him to St. Louis, where he gets to play with some great defensemen, and Vladimir Tarasenko is going to be his wing, and so he's going to be happy again. Um, In that trade, they gave up Patrick Berglund, uh, Sabatko, uh, Thompson, who was their young forward prospect, um, and I think a couple picks. Um, I didn't write it down, but I believe it was a first and a next year's first and two years from now's third. Or two years from now, second, something like that, uh, for yeah, Ryan O'Reilly. It it's the second? Yeah. Okay, two years from now, second, for Ryan O'Reilly. And that's a that's a decent haul for Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, I I think that it's a fairly even trade, because both teams, because Buffalo's, you know, more in the rebuild, and St. Louis is looking more to win now or, like, win soon. So, I mean, it's not like either team really got a steal out of it. They both got what they needed. So, I mean, I think it's a good trade for both teams. 
Yeah, Sabaco and Berglund aren't bad players. Like, that that seems like a lot to give up for Ryan O'Reilly. It's two really good players, a top prospect, a first and a, th- a, first and a second. Um, especially because the Sabres also took Carter Hutton from you. I mean, you got Chad Johnson, but Carter Hutton's much better than Chad Johnson. Uh, Scott Wilson and Scott Wedgwood also uh, both just signed with the Sabres. Buffalo might be good this year. That's scary. That is terrifying. Yeah, we've been saying that for you know what who else might be good this year the flames and now that's really really weird I'm excited for that that's like weird, have they I'm ever not, been good I'm not excited about the that. flames have always been no. right there and now they have what they need they they got dougie hamilton no they got noah hannafin they got um uh, elias lindholm elias lindholm they got Derek ryan yep. and james neal they have a team oh to go with uh johnny goodrow and sean monahan that's scary to think about. They're always the team I forget yeah. exists, and now, now I won't. Exactly, and now you're going to have yeah. to remember them. You're just going to have to. Yeah, they're not going to disappear back into the fold and, like the Minnesota Wild. <laughs> I was standing them mad hard at the beginning of the season because I'm a Yager fan, and so literally my favorite teams go the Washington Capitals, whatever team Yarmie Yager is on. Um, and then I decided I had to hate them because they got rid of him, and I understand why. And so I still kind of hate them. And I don't like James Neal, so it's just, like, more reason to hate them. I hate James Neal. <laughs> I hate the Flames because the past couple years, I swear they're always the ones that knock the Kings out of playoff contention. I'm pretty sure that in 2015, it was them. <laughs> yeah, and then hot. last year, in 2017, they were also, I think, the ones that knocked the Kings out of contention. And, and then also what? Matthew Tishak is a little play. shit. You have two cups in your <laughs> lifetime. That is the one flame that I love. I love Kachuk. He's terrible and I understand he does a lot of suspendable things all the time and I love him. I love him because his dad told him he had a face he could punch. Oh, <laughs> And he doesn't I trust him. <laughs> he doesn't trust him. <laughs> he doesn't trust him, yeah. Um, speaking of teams that we hate, the Chicago Blackhawks are giant suckers. <clears throat> Yeah, they are. Bowman's an idiot. Like, okay, Chris Kunitz, terrible. Cam Ward, bad. Brandon Manning, sucks! Um, <laughs> Cam Bo- Ward? Oh, sorry. Oh, no, I was gonna say, Bowman said that he got Chris Kunitz for playoff experience? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Your entire team has three cups. Like, <laughs> is that fourth cup, like, something, like, so special that he has that much experience? Like, what? Also, who says they're even going to be back in the playoffs anytime they're soon? They're not. They're not. Yeah, not so how team. will playoff experience help you? With that team, they're sure as fuck not. Also, like, Cam Ward hasn't been a good goalie in, in 13 years. years. <laughs> Is that how long he's been playing? Yeah. <laughs> 2004 was his rookie year where he won the cup and he hasn't been good since. No, that's not even it. He, didn't, he barely played in that game, in that series, because... He was a backup. Uh, but he was good, like, I'm going to say 10 years ago. 10 years ago, he was good. I think he won, like, a Vesna, whatever. He hasn't been good since I was 11. And, like, I understood that, like, the Carolina Hurricanes had this, like, loyalty to him, and they wanted to make sure that he was done. And so he was done. Why did the Blackhawks sign him? Were they mad about Scott Darling? <laughs> like, I don't understand. 
And then I made a joke on Twitter that was like, whatever team is most scared of uh, Connor McDavid should sign Brandon Manning because Connor McDavid has an irrational fear of the guy. And the Blackhawks <laughs> fucking did it. They're like, he's a solid defenseman who intimidates good players. Connor McDavid. Like, I just don't understand. Like, I love Brandon Manning. He, he's such, like, a, an amazing person. He, like, raises money for burn victims, and he, like, is a volunteer fireman. And, like, Brandon Manning, the person, is amazing. Brandon Manning, the player, is so bad. And they're like, he, they're, he's, they're, he's coming off a career year. I was like, yeah, it was basically the epitome of his career. A couple fluke goals and some bad defense. Can we talk about the New York Rangers for a second? Uh, uh, yeah, sure. Let me find them on my thing. Wait, wait. Just... Right before you do, right before you okay. do, all I have to say is that the couple of days leading up to, well, now, with the all the talk of all the goalies that could possibly go to Chicago had me, like, fearing for my life. Like, I was definitely scared. Of that. <laughs> so I'm glad it all worked out um, because I really did not want Jonathan Bernier to go to Chicago because I didn't want to have to hate him. Where did he end up going? Detroit. Okay. So we will get there. But you want to talk about the Rangers? The Rangers signed uh, Vladislav Nemestikov, which basically, um, they basically extended him because he had been traded from the Tampa Bay Lightning to them. And Frederick Clayson is who I've got. Did you have more? I just want to talk about how, like, like the word, like, the room, I don't know if it's true, but I heard that they, like, signed him for whatever, I don't know, because Vlad, because he was threatening to leave them to go back, like, over to the KHL. And I just think that's, like... That's not a lot. Like, that's that's what Vladislav <laughs> Mestikov deserves. Yeah. He has an amazing year on the Lightning. I, yeah, I don't understand, because, like, I... Because, obviously, I'm from New York, so I see a lot of Rangers games. And the way he plays, like, I thought that that was, like, a good price for, like, the kid. Like, I don't know. I've, I'm also from New York. But I feel like, um, A, New York fans like to cause drama. Just even when we're fans of other teams. But also, like, every Russian player, they say, is threatening to go to the KHL. Yeah. yeah. Everyone. Um, I, like, was back in the archives, and they said Ovechkin, before he signed his deal, was threatening to go to the KHL. And I was just sitting there like, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Ovechkin will go to the KHL when he is done here, which means he's had both knees replaced, and he can't score a goal, and he'll still go over mm-hmm. there. Then he'll go yeah. over there. He'll go over there, and he'll win the, what's the Ghania Cup or whatever. I don't and know. the KHL trophy. He'll, he'll go play with FKA St. Petersburg, who will play who will pay him one hundred fifty four million dollars for four years. <laughs> um, I think he's he's a loyal man, so I think he'll go back to Moscow. Like, let's be real. <laughs> no, FKA St. Petersburg is the mo- team with all the money, though, where they have like seventy two players. I know, no limit. <laughs> There's no limit. No, I know, but he's a loyal man. Uh, he's gonna go. He's gonna. His wings will be Vladimir Putin. He'll <laughs> <laughs> win every game. He'll uh, win every game. Um. Okay, so Cam Ward leaves the Hurricanes, and instead of getting a good goalie, they sign Peter Morazic. <laughs> <laughs> For a team that's a goalie away, they picked the wrong fucking goalie. Yeah, Carolina, Carolina could have been good if they signed 
a good goalie, and there are good goalies out there. Like, and they did not get any of them. You have Dundon, who is preaching, like, we want the right character, we want the right guys, I'm willing to spend anything. How do you not beat out Buffalo for Carter Hutton? Like, overpay Carter Hutton! Do it! He's a good goddamn goalie! Yeah, I mean... I'm putting their money anywhere else. Yeah, they didn't... All they signed was Peter Mraz, like, one year, 1.5 million. Like, you have the money, why not spend it? They have 20.5 million dollars. Uh, their current roster is 18 players. So, I mean, they, they still need to, like, sign some guys. But, I mean, they, they could have got gotten a better fine. Because they yeah, have a lot I mean, of contract that... talks gone really, go really badly. They're still going to get rid of Jeff Skinner. Um, somebody else is leaving. Um, they've had a lot of contract talks go really badly. And so they, they need to go buy guys. Does Svech, yeah. Do you think Svech makes the lineup? Uh, because that's been that's been the trend lately. Like, Nolan Patrick was half dead, and the Flyers were like, yeah, come on. Um, he, <laughs> he like, nobody's going have... back to the juniors at the two pick anymore. Yeah, he might have to make the <laughs> starting lineup. What they have no other choice. Yeah, they they might not have any other choice. So, um, we'll yeah. see. I didn't even consider him <laughs> not starting with the Canes at this point, but... I just I, I don't know enough about him to know if he's NHL ready, but they say Zadine is NHL ready, so I assume the guy who went who was originally supposed to go one slot above him, um, is ready. I'm um, just ready for Zadina to just destroy everyone, to be honest. Zadina's pissed. Zadina is there. like Please. Okay. Okay, so I was watching Incredibles the other night and there's the, the little boy that uh, Mr. Incredible pisses off in the beginning becomes like the main superhero, a uh, supervillain. That's Zadina. He's this little boy that these GMs pissed off accidentally, and now he's gonna come back and kill them. <laughs> he's gonna go and become an enforcer for yeah. the express purpose of. No, he'll be Jamie Ben, who like wins an Art Ross but also beats the shit out of you. Oh my god, that would be the best day of my life. Uh. Little Zadina puts on 40 pounds of weight. A muscle. Pure, Pure muscle. muscle. Um, did we talk about that? Um, Coyote signed Michael Grabner. Three years, 3.35 million. Um, did you see his Instagram story today that he tied the NHL in? Where it's like no, him and... I... It's a bathroom gym selfie. And he's just ripped everywhere. And Jason... Oh, like, oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yup, Jason. Jason Demers is pumped for this season. <laughs> um, but Grass is a really good get for them. Um, I think I I don't think the Coyotes are gonna be the laughing stock Coyotes. I think they're still gonna come in last, but I don't think they're gonna be twenty straight losses to start the season bad. I don't think they're gonna come in last. I don't think they're like gonna be a, like even tr- like push for a uh, playoff spot. But I think they're going to be, like, bottom 10. Like, somewhere between 5 and 10. Like, they're, they're still going to be... They're still going to get a lottery ball. Yeah. Like, maybe they'll finally get the first overall. Maybe. No, they won't. <laughs> um, no, I don't think they're going to be that bad. I think that's going to be the Montreal Canadiens. 
Oh, um, they're gonna. And they're gonna waste it. Oh my god, the Montreal Canadian fans' reaction to Coach and Niemi getting picked is hilarious. Oh, the fan where he's wearing the jersey and then he rips it off and he starts screaming. No, that's that's, yeah. that's the Ottawa Senators. That's when they pass on oh, Davina. Right, that's when they got right. uh, Kachuk. That's when they got Kachuk. Yeah, I'm talking about right. the ones that are in Dallas and they go to them. Oh, and the oh, one is like, what? What? And the guy stands and goes, what are you doing? Me. <laughs> I was like, every Montreal fan. Constantly, <laughs> all the time. screaming that for the moment Peaky Superman got traded. What are you doing? <laughs> um, what are we talking about? Arizona. 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 <laughs> I want to see, well, A, I want to see what they do with Strom, and I want to see what they do with Gal- uh, Galchenia, not Galchenia. <laughs> Is that their one-two punch? That's not a bad one-two punch. It's no, really Strum's a wing. Strum's a wing. Oh. Because he played yeah. with Connor McDavid. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a bad first line, though. That's not. I I would like to see that, actually. That, that's a fast duo. That's a, yeah. And creative duo. That's a messy duo, though. That's so much that's a dead messy energy. Duo. That's so much dead energy, though. Uh, oh, they're both uh, dead. So we've mentioned uh, the Red Wings. We should probably talk about them. Um, Taylor's gone. Um, Red Wings signed Mike Green, Jonathan Bernier, and Thomas Vanek. So more old people. Um, Mike Green was okay. a re-signing, I believe. Yes. Jonathan Bernier's old. Thomas Vanek's old. Um, why? Why are you doing this, Detroit? Why is your average age forty-seven? Because they're like the king, they're collecting all the old men. We're gonna start <laughs> a, a joint retirement home. There'll be a location in Los Angeles, one in Detroit. Who was the other really old team that we were talking about? Um, it might know. have been Detroit, but yeah, the two of us. We're gonna Taylor. We're talking about Detroit. If you want to come in. We're going to start a retirement home, and all the old players can go. Yarger is invited. <laughs> yeah. Back to the Detroit Red Wings for league minimum. <laughs> oh, my God, stop. Uh, I mean, Wayne Gretzky, come out of retirement. You know you want to. Join LeBron in L.A. <laughs> Finally, oh. comes out of, comes out of retirement again. But they've also, they've got to sign their young guys. They already said they were re-signing Bertuzzo. Bertuzzi, I don't know, Amish Tim Riggins. Um, Tim Riggins, yes. Uh, um, uh, Anthasu and Dylan Larkin, obviously, is going to get re-signed because he's their future. Hopefully. Unless Lou Lamorello offers you. Oh, shut up. Taylor. <laughs> She's here. First of all, it's Athena to see you. Second Hi. of all, it's Tyler Bertuzzi. <laughs> How much Tim <laughs> I just wanted to come in to correct you because I knew you're gonna butcher their names like you I, normally do. I I'm pretty good with all of them. I don't have it in front of me, so I was never gonna get it. I was I had to pull them out of my head, and it was never gonna happen. Um. Yeah. So I mean, the Red Wings are still ancient, but they've got some. They've got their youth. Um, Zadino will probably make the team, right? T. Uh, hopefully. Uh, our front office hates young guys, so 
you know, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so the Red Wings are ancient, and they signed more ancient guys, and they didn't really help themselves. Um, but they're not, they're, they're all, except for Jonathan Bernier, they're one years, so they'll get out of them. They'll bring people up. Zadina will be up. Um, speaking of old teams, the Bruins signed John Moore, uh, Joaquin Nordstrom, and Yaroslav Halak. Um, I mean, the Boston Bruins don't really need to do anything more. Not really. Yeah, not really. Um, they did lose their backup, um... Anton, he was signed with Dallas. Anton Kedobin. Yes, Kedobin. And I feel like that might hurt them because I feel like, from what I remember, he had a pretty good. Obviously, he was the backup, but he had a pretty good um, save percentage and wins. Can I can I throw a hot take out there? Go ahead. Chukarask is overrated. You bite your tongue. I don't think it's that good. <laughs> Neither do I. I mean, like, uh, this is coming from a Leafs fan, but, like, even from, like, a, like, not, like, I'm not just, like, sight to bash him, but, like, I don't like, know. I just, I, I just, I don't, I, I think his team has been so good, and the fact that they haven't won more, I think, speaks yeah. to Gerass not being that good. Okay, so, like, I'm not even a Bruins fan, but I just, like, really love Gerass. And on top, like, they've, the Bruins have had, like, superstar first line defense. And then trash second and third line, except until like this year and a little bit of last year. And I feel like the defense has hung them out, hung he took her ass out to dry more than once, yeah. more than a few times. And like, is he the you know the the Vesna winner that he was of yore? No, but I wouldn't say he's a bad goalie or that he's overrated. But. <laughs> What was that? What? Sorry. I was... I, I clicked something on accident. <laughs> but um, other teams that have been let down by overrated goalies, the the Penguins. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, they signed Matt Cullen. They re-signed Matt Cullen. Uh, they signed Stefan Elliott. And the most interesting one, the, the beginning of the end that as a Flyers fan, I'm so excited to see Jack Johnson, five years, 16.25 million. That's so much money for him. Go get your Jeff money, Johnson's though. not good. <laughs> um, but I, in my notes, it's literally just, like, seven lines of laughing. Um, <laughs> um, I wrote Jack Johnson the Sorry. One sec. Uh, Hurricane signed Calvin DeHaan. Uh, oh, four years. Go. That's what they were million. doing with that money. Right. Yeah, so... All right. So that's a little... Over four point five million a year, if I can still That's math correctly. I thought yeah, eighteen eighteen point two over four, so that's four point five five. I thought he was going to get like seven. Wow, I don't think he's that good. No, but after what John Carlson got, because he was the second best defenseman in free agency. I'm sorry, John Carlson never hit free agency. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, going into free agency, he was the second. He was the second best defenseman. Um, but okay, so the penguin, the penguins, and Jack Johnson. This became a whole thing because uh, Jack Johnson's family got him into a lot of money trouble, and they committed fraud and all this stuff. And the Blue Jackets were really supportive. They got him the help that he needed to deal with the situation. They let him take time off. They let him do what he needed to do. But Jack Johnson is not good, and Jack Johnson has a much higher view of himself than anybody who watches hockey does. Um, 
And so John Tortorella didn't play him in the playoffs. And so when he signed with the Penguins, um, he goes, Johnson, who spent seven seasons in Columbus, said of his new organization, I've been looking to be in a winning culture. Uh, Rutherford, who is the Penn's GM, says who, um, who took a lot of heat um, about uh, J- Johnson's long-term deal, uh, made a cryptic comment about why Johnson was a healthy scratch for the Blue Jackets during the first round loss to Washington in the playoffs. I don't think he's had a bad year, Rutherford told reporters in Pittsburgh. I can't talk. Um, he was a healthy scratch at the end of the season. I know the reason why. It wasn't because of how he was playing. So that's a shot at Columbus's organization. Um, and um, a lot, the GM, the owners have been really calm, but there is one person in Columbus who is prone to explosion, and that is John Tortorella. John Tortorella's back, people. Um, Johnson's comment felt like a slap, Tortorella said. That's what pisses me off. He doesn't have enough balls to call me back because I've tried to get in touch with him. You don't shit on an organization that's nothing but try to help you. We all know Jack has had some problems along the way here. He's very well chronicled. All we've done is try to fucking help him. I love John Tortorella, and John Tortorella's right. John Tortorella, if nothing else, is always entertaining. Like, I'd love to sit down and have dinner with him and just get him to yell about (laughs) everything that I could get him to yell about. He's the epitome of a strongly worded email to a company. (laughs) Like when McDonald's messes up your order. No, John Tortorella is not a strongly worded email. John Tortorella is that vine of Ronald McDonald on the counter. Let's make fucking music! <laughs> <laughs> That's John Tortorella. Strongly worded letter. John Tortorella is what you are like when you are writing that strongly worded email. When financial aid at school fucks you over, that strong... What you're saying... Dear sir or madam, you made you fucking bitch. Yeah, yeah. Torts is the draft that you write and then delete before you write the real email. (laughs) Torts is like a howler from Harry Potter. (laughs) He's shoving the girl up against the wall and screaming at her in high school. Uh, (laughs) Um, uh, The penguins are fucked. The penguins are fucked. The blue jackets might be fucked too. The blue jackets signed Tommy Cross, but they have to worry about Panarin leaving. Um, Panarin basically told them he does not want to be in Ohio because who the fuck wants to be in Ohio? He's not going to re-sign with them. So they want to trade him for assets while they can. Otherwise, you don't want to, you don't want to get nothing for him in free agency if he's not coming back. Yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll be interesting to see if they'll move him now or if they're out of a playoff position that has, um, as a trade deadline for a team or what they're going to do because you would assume that they could get a decent amount from him like even if it was as a trade deadline and um I was listening to Putt Soup and they were saying that he wants to go to like a big city because there's nothing to do in Ohio so yeah I was actually just about to ask if there are any updates on where he's trying to go because I heard like New he's York gonna, LA yeah. he's gonna go to New York LA Florida he wants to pull LeBron and just make as much money as possible Toronto well he will not be doing that in LA because True. he won't be in Toronto either we cannot give him any no. money he's gonna end up like in, in like western Canada miserable <laughs> 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 in Winnipeg with no wifi <laughs> 
Just wait. Okay, a couple... When is it? February trade deadline. Elliot Freeman is going to announce Artemi Panarin to the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> no, that's where, that's where Eric Carlson is going. <laughs> um, They're all going. I can see Lou trying to grab Panarin now that it's like super definite. Yeah, now he that's Calvin um, DeHaan. He's got yeah. no one. He's going to go after Panarin. Yeah. What do you think he has to? Do you give up? Well, I think he's going after he. The word is he's in on Eric Carlson, but to get Eric Carlson, you're gonna have to give up Olivier or Barzal. Like, how do you give up the only two bright spots on your team? Yeah, someone needs to keep Lou's phone away from him. Like, getting Carlson would be great, but you can't work it. With without Olivier and Barzal, you have no chance of winning and. Carlson's not going to re-sign with you. Um, that's why yeah. he's going to go to the Stars, where he can play with Tyler Sagan and Jamie Benn. And Alexander Radulov. And probably Phil Kessel. Um, <laughs> I'm so ready. Uh, Capital signed Nick Dowd to a one-year league minimum. Um, they don't really need anything. I don't know who that person is. Oh, um, he, another former king. All my former kings are going places. He he's a depth center. He'll probably be fourth line because they're losing Beagle. He's solid. Uh, he was initially traded to the Canucks for Jordan Subban, who just signed with the Leafs. Yep. Uh, probably because he wasn't getting a lot of playing time with the Kings. So yeah, good luck in um, Washington. His dog won Bark Madness last year, which is the most important part about him. His <laughs> name is Arlo. And Biz Nasty endorsed him. So I'm glad. Um, but yeah, we just got him. He was like third in the league for uh, in playoff in a playoff in faceoff percentages, and we're losing Beeks, who I think was second or first. Okay. So that was the. I'm pretty sure that's the entire reason you got him. The Capitals don't need anything. The Capitals they got John Carlson back. They got Devontae Smith Pelly back. They're fine. They're gonna win another. We cup. need Tom Wilson back. Yeah, what are they going to say? Yeah, they said that uh, they're working on a multi-year contract right now, and um, so hopefully it, it seems like they're going to get a deal done. So yeah, I, I can't imagine Tom Wilson, I don't think he'll do what DSP did and like take that, you know, nothing for it, but yeah. I don't think we'd offer him that. Um, he wants to stay. It's super obvious he wants to stay. Yeah. Um, He's not going to be top line Tom anywhere else. Exactly. Well, depends where he goes. True. But There's some shitty teams out there. Cough, Islanders, cough. Oh, great <laughs> Islander roster! Let's by Tom Wilson! <laughs> <laughs> Tom Wilson, captain of the Oilanders. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that should be the title. Memorial is reaching for his jitterbug right now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay. So do you remember do you remember those phones that were called Fireflies and it's like they can call your mom and your dad and nobody else? I was gonna say that yes. first and then I changed my mind to jitterbug. So. Okay. I I have a theory that um uh what's the shark's DM's name? God. Uh Doug Wilson. Oh, yeah. And the mom is Peter Torelli and the dad is Mark Bergevin. 
<laughs> like, he's like, bad GM, bad GM. He's got another Peter Dorian. <laughs> like, it costs three numbers. <laughs> That's all you need. All you need. Um, speaking of bad GMs, Panthers signed Michael Hutchinson and Jaron McCann. Um, it's really a team right on the precipice really does nothing for themselves. They're just more depth guys. Um, Jets got rid of Steve Mason, and they're all happy. But they signed Lauren Boussouad, who was shit for the Oilers. So who knows what he's going to be. But he's one year, minimum, league minimum. He might be in the AHL. They might bring somebody up. Um, anybody have any thoughts on that or keep moving? Keep it rolling. Uh, Joe Thornton decides he's going to play until he dies and signs a one-year contract <laughs> uh, to the San Jose Sharks. Um, who are handling the loss of JT a lot better than the Islanders. Yeah, um, I honestly think that Joe Thornton is just going to keep signing one-year deals with the Shards until he's 50 just every year. It'll be like, oh, is Jumbo Joe going to go somewhere new? It's just like, no. No, no he's not. <laughs> we should all expect this by now. Another year with the Sharks. Another year with the Sharks. Should we yes. start a GoFundMe for him? <laughs> <laughs> no, but let's be real. The second that you stay with a team that takes the C away from you, you're their bitch for life. Dustin Brown. <laughs> hey, he's our bitch. Yeah, he is your bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and we love him. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I do. I do. Saying Kings fans love Dustin Brown is ridiculous. That's what saying Flyer fans like Andrew McDonald's. He had a Dittrich this year. Oh. We love him. <laughs> um, then there, were, there, are, there are a couple of important extensions if people are good with moving on. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, Lightning uh, extend Ryan McDonough to a seven-year um, 6.75 per extension, which is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of money, which I don't understand how the Lightning keep paying these people. Where is this money coming from? Go fund <laughs> But, like, how I, are they still under the cap? I think got they... Stamkos, Nemestikov, or not Nemestikov, um... Kucherov? Sh- what? Kucherov? Kucherov, that's what I'm thinking of. They used to have Nemestikov. Um, so they've got Stamkos, Kucherov, Hedman, McDonough, Vasilevsky, I think, is still on ELC. Um... Yes, he, um... No, he's not. Yeah. But he's only making... Yeah, Vasilevsky is making three and a half. Um... So, according to Cap Friendly, they have 21 contracts and just under $4.5 million in cap space. So, they're and taking ELCs on the roster because they have no room for anything else. They honestly, they only have, um, like, two spots, or two people they haven't signed, two RFAs. I've uh, never heard of, I heard of Cedric, not going to try the last name, can't read French anymore. But they're both RFAs, so I wouldn't be surprised if they let them go and then they pull up two guys from the AHL because everyone else is signed. Somebody I'm surprised hasn't been picked up yet, Anthony Duclair. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where, what's, what's with him? Because he seems like a good kid. I don't know why he hasn't been picked up. He's a decent hockey player. He's a good kid. Um, it just might be one of the things where they're waiting to see where, like, the rest of the big names are going... I mean, like, teams, like, waiting on on guys like Ryan O'Reilly, like, the but centers think, and Tavares, I think, but... 
I feel you like would think Anthony Duclair now. is a big name. Like, I, I don't feel like Anthony Duclair is an obscure hockey player. Like, how does Valtteri Filippola find a team before Anthony Duclair? Yeah, I mean, maybe the teams that are interested in him are, like, also interested in, like, Carlson and have to wait to see. And, I mean, and maybe he he also has team. He has, like, some teams that have made him offers and some teams that are saying, we want to give you an offer, but we just can't right now. So, I mean, I feel like he'll definitely find a team. Yeah. Like, there, there's no doubt about that, but just um, win. Drew Doughty signs eight, uh, eight years, 11 each for 88 mil. Annie. Oh. <laughs> I don't know where we have room for that. I don't. We have like three million in cap space and his uh, freaking <laughs> increase is going to be on that cap space. And I don't know where we're going to get the money for this contract. Doesn't Brown go into the Coyotes? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I really, honest, I, I don't know. I thought that he was going to get less than Kopitar, so I thought that we'd be fine. I thought it'd be like $9 million or something. But... That didn't happen. It was more than it was more than the Suns offered Carlson. <laughs> yeah, um so I'm concerned um, because we can't afford that. Oh wait, I was wrong. We actually only have two million in projected cap space. What happened? Where where did our cap space go? They added they added the Dowdy contract onto it. Oh no no they they just added um I think they added Budai's contract to the uh, major league level even though he's going to be playing in the AHL next year. That's where it went. But oh. yeah, um, I realized I forgot to talk about the Avalanche. Um, the Avalanche signed Matt, Cal- uh, Matt Calvert and decided to really overpay Ian Cole. Yep. Why do people think Ian Cole is good? That's what I'm wondering. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, we're gonna, like, in terms of defense, we're gonna get Kale McCarr sooner than later. Oh, so, Kale. Actually, we... my friend goes to school with him. He's... Um, Sorry, I just realized she was here. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just like... I, I, yeah. Like, it's just, three years is okay, but it's just... It's a lot of money for the Ian money. Cole. Yeah. And, like, you're getting EJ back, you're getting Kale McCarr, so you don't really have a need for Ian Cole. I don't understand why you're paying him that much. Yeah. And we have um, Sam Gerard, too. Yep. Yeah, but anyways, um, yeah. And then OEL gets 8x8. Eight eight. Um, that's a good deal for OEL. I thought he would get more, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, 8.25. But he said yeah. that he wanted to stay in Arizona and the, that was Don't. home. Um, oh. Drew, why couldn't you have done that? Um, but, I mean, that's good for the Coyotes. They they got him for barely more than what John Carlson's making, so good for them. Yeah. Um, he's going to be captain this year. Like, I think the reason they didn't make him captain last year was because they didn't know if they were going to keep him. But, if you sign the man for eight years, there's no really other contenders up for captain of the uh, 
I was about to say the Flyers for capture of the uh, Coyotes. Don't talk bad about Claude Drew. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, okay, so we talked about uh, Sens uh, wanting to trade, needing to trade Eric Carlson. Um, we have two options. We can talk about Slava Voinov or we can do listener questions. I think all that we need to say about Slava Voinov is that any team that signs him is a piece of shit. Clearly, if Gary Bettman Gary Bettman still no needs to allow him back into the league, and then well, the king treat his rights. I will never boo Gary Bettman again. That's a lie. Never, I will lie. boo, we'll boo Gary Bettman again for one year. <laughs> for, <today. laughs> for a week. No, for one year, if he just goes, nah. Yeah. If he's just like, nope. Nada. Like, Gary, you have the chance to be a good dude here. Right. And even, even if Gary isn't a good dude, the, the Los Angeles Kings have a chance to be the good guy here and yeah, not they, trade his they rights. better say no, but I'm terrified. The team is going to be like, oh, we'll take that for enough contract off That's what of I'm you. saying. Montreal Canadiens will say, we'll take whatever bad contract you want because we have a shit ton of cap space, we'll take whatever shit contract you want if you give us the right to slum point. Yeah, that. and I'm scared oh. that the Keens will do that because they're so desperate. And, and for sure, is a shit person, so he has no problem with slum yeah. Um But there were a lot of, there were like a surprisingly large amount of slum Voinov apologists on Twitter yesterday who were like, oh, doesn't he deserve a second chance? Hockey is for everyone. Hockey is not for abusers. Yeah, not, not a fan of Oh that. my god. Patrick O'Sullivan... <laughs> Was tearing them down one by one. Yes. I was so happy. I was like, thank you, Patty. It means so much. Yes, yeah, Steve Dangle went off in his video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good to see well Patrick O'Sullivan's a former NHL player. And so yeah. I think it was I think it was cool to see a hockey guy, a trusted hockey man, be like, nah, like, no, this shouldn't be happening. Um and I like I like that. Like I love Steve Dangle, but he's he is quite outspokenly liberal. We knew that was going to happen with him. The fact that Patrick O'Sullivan, who is an old time hockey guy, is like no, I think is a lot more shocking and a lot. It means a lot. Like I'm not saying what Steve Dangle says doesn't matter, but I think when it comes to Patrick O'Sullivan, it means a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we got our first batch of listener questions, guys. Woo! Yeah. Listeners, we want to hear from you. Please tweet at us, Tumblr at us, Instagram us. Um, you can Instagram the podcast. You can, or you can reach out to the podcast. You can reach out to us individually. We want to hear from you guys what you like, what you don't like. Send us questions, please, especially as we go into the summer and there's not a lot happening. We need things to talk about. So we want to talk about what you guys want to hear about. Um, otherwise, we're just going to talk about dogs. Um, <laughs> I'm fine with that. There's a lot of dogs to talk about, by the way. There's a very good amount of dogs. Uh, so, the first question, these all came from an, um, somebody anonymous on Tumblr. Uh, so, the first question is, who do you guys think won free agency? The Leafs. Uh, the Leafs? The Leafs. Leafs, yeah. <laughs> the Leafs, but also the Flyers. I know you're gonna say that. <laughs> uh, uh, no, the Leafs definitely won, but the Flyers came in second. I'll take um, that. I will, I will agree with that. Uh, the Flyers, the Flyers got their boy back. Like, you guys, you guys knew this was coming. You guys knew you were Yeah, we, we knew that like, JVR was going. Well, no, no, no. You knew that Dr. Varys was going to go to the Leafs. You knew he wasn't going to the Isles. Oh, yeah. 
Well, you knew he wasn't going to go to the Sharks because why would he? He was going to go to the Leafs, and you kind of knew it in your souls. We were told that he was going to. We were told the JVR was going to the Devils or the Rangers. He was never coming back to the Flyers. He was so pissed at Paul Holmgren. It drops at eleven fifty-five the night before. JVR to the Flyers, and Twitter freaked the fuck out. I freaked out. Flyers Twitter exploded. We were so happy. And so I think the real winner of this free agency is Twitter. It's what you deserve, you know? Twitter is always the winner of free agency. <laughs> um, what were you expecting from your team during the offseason? So for the Flyers, I was expecting nothing because Ron Hextall always does nothing. But we got JVR. So I'm happy. And that's what I expected from the Flyers. What about you guys? Uh, for the Caps, we did exactly what I wanted us to do. We didn't make a whole, we didn't make any dumb moves. And we re-signed who we need to re-sign, except for Tom Wilson, which I'm just anxiously waiting for. <laughs> well, I would have liked to free up some cap space. <laughs> Did you guys know that I'm concerned about the key cap situation? <laughs> um, inside, instead, we signed Ilya Kovalchuk, who better score. He better score. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Uh, yeah, goes then, back to the KHL. <laughs> speaking of <laughs> the abs, um, I I knew I knew Yak wasn't gonna stay. So we're gonna go we're gonna yeah, go deep into Yak story. next week. We're gonna do that, but that was expected. I knew Como was gonna leave. I just didn't know he's gonna stay in the Central Division. But you know, you know, that, I can live with that. Um, and then in terms of who they acquired. Not what I expected, but, you know, I, I didn't expect them to, you know, hit a home run with these trades or whatever. I just thought it was going to be in the middle because the abs are pretty much in the middle all the time, unless they're terrible, which was last year. But we're not <laughs> going to talk about that anymore. <laughs> we're not going to talk about that make anymore. Sure, <laughs> make sure you love Grubauer as he deserves. Oh, I will. I will. <laughs> hey, Alex. Yeah. Did your team do what you expected in free agency? You know, <laughs> they did what I expected, but kind of not what I wanted. I'm going to just miss JVR. I'm sorry. I'm still upset about that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that was gross. <laughs> um, do you feel like your team is ready for next season? Yes. Yes. Flyers, yes. Second in the Metro. Let's go. We're going to lose... Uh, we're going to come in second to the Washington Capitals, but it's okay. Because we're going to beat the Penguins in the playoffs. That's fine. Yes. If you can beat them. If you can take out the Pens. With their oh. defenseman, Jack Johnson, doesn't stand a chance against our top six. Um, The Leafs are going to beat the Bruins this year in the first round of the playoffs. Speaking it into, into existence, existence right yes. now. Are, are you going to beat them in game seven, six to five? Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, they're going to blow a three to one lead. <laughs> <laughs> the tables are turned now. I I'd really like the Canes to just you know win a playoff game, not even a playoff series. <laughs> a game, you know, maybe score a couple goals in the playoffs this year. That'd be nice. Just you know, maybe. Maybe they could even score three goals in one game. 
instead of three <laughs> over four games. You know, that, that'd be pretty nice. That More than three goals and one win. That's all I'm asking for this year. <laughs> um, I'm asking for a lot more. I want standards low. If we don't get to the second round, I demand Dave Haxtell be fired. This team is too good to not make it to the second round. Um, that is my standard. I expect the second round from them. They can lose to the Washington Capitals in the second round. I will understand that, but they have to make it there. If we face the Washington Capitals in the first round, they better fucking win. <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to hope that they don't then. Excuse me, Gabby. Excuse me. <laughs> I demand, I demand second round from my Flyers. They're too good not to. I, I demand third getting into the third round, but I, I want a second cup. Um, to quote TJ Oshi, drunk at the parade, back to back, back to back. If this is a video podcast, I learned I could drink something through my shirt. <laughs> and I would do it, but I'm also not wearing a bra. <laughs> That'd be a show. <laughs> um, okay, and then this question for Becky, who is in Africa, so we can't ask her, but um, we can we can phrase it for everyone. Um, how would you feel if your star left you after they told you they wanted to play here for the rest of their career? If Claude Giroux leaves me, I'll die. If Austin Matthews left the Leafs, I think I would sink into a hole. <laughs> Like, I don't know what I would do if Claude Giroux leaves. I'm going off of the belief that Kopitar is our star, so... You're doubting your star, bruh. No, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Kopitar, uh, if he left, I would have died and followed him to where he (laughs) Because I love him more than I will ever love any other man. See, I love the Flyers more than I love Claude Giroux, but if Claude Giroux left, I would cry so hard. Like, I don't think I would leave my room for a week. I cried when P.K. Subban got traded, and I wasn't even a Habs fan. I, like, like the Habs, but P.K. Subban got traded, and I cried. If Claude Giroux leaves, I don't know what I'll do. Okay. God, if Nate Uh, McKinnon leaves, (laughs) uh, yeah, I'll just spontaneously combust. uh, And that's that's that on that. (laughs) But, okay. Would you burn a jersey? Because I don't think I would burn a jersey. Oh, hell no. I would uh-uh. never. No. I'm sorry. I paid a hundred dollars for these. Like, like I love them and I love their time. Like if Claude Giroux leaves, I loved his time as a flyer, and I love him. I would never burn that jersey. Like, I think I would be so pissed, but I don't think I would burn a jersey running over with a lawn mower. Be pissed. I think I would. If Ovechkin left, a I would be heartbroken. Unless you left the KHL, because then I'd kind of be like, okay, I understand. Ovechkin <laughs> goes to the Penguins to play with Sidney Crosby. What are you doing? <laughs> I just burn the world. There's your super team. I would. I don't. I. Okay. So like, the part of me that has feelings would be heartbroken and just depressed for months. The part of me that loves chaos would be like, fucking do it. Make the best. <laughs> Do it, you coward. Do it, you coward. <laughs> make Ovechkin can... move in with Crosby. And then give me a TV show. Yes, make a reality show. Together. Just them in the like, confessional shit. booth. I would love Big... it. No, they don't know they're being videotaped. Big Brother, that Ooh. shit. <laughs> yeah. The James Harden show. Yes. 
Um, but no, if Ovechkin left and like went somewhere else or not the Penguins or like went to the KHL, I would be really depressed. But I would just like push it down and just be like, it's fine. We're fine. We're just gonna have Getty Kuznetsov and, and Nick Backstrom and everyone else is gonna be fine. And then I would just cry in the shower by myself. But here's the thing is that I know that if Claude Giroux left, the Flyers would be okay. John Tavares left, and the Islanders are not okay. The Islanders weren't okay with Tavares. You can't build a team around one dude. This isn't basketball. Exactly. This isn't the Oilers. But this isn't Cleveland. Like, you can't can't build a team off LeBron James. Like, uh, okay. Uh, Does anybody have anything else they want to talk about before we peace? Negatory. All right. Nope. And this has been the For Puck's Sake podcast. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to follow us on, on Twitter, Instagram, and Tumblr at For Puck's Sake Podcast. Um, please reach out to us. We want to hear from you guys. We love you guys so much, and we, we appreciate you. And we are at 500 total listens on the podcast, which is so exciting. Um, we want to hear from you guys. Please, 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 please. Thank you, and happy 4th of July, guys. Woohoo! Woo! All right, I will see you. Lady Canada Day. Yeah, happy Lady Canada Day. You know what? It was Happy Canada Day. They got John Tavares. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.